Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Give me a break. That's what we're going to do, Michael. We're going to be like accountants now in baseball. Better than this, it's guys being dudes. You're on the Draft Dudes podcast. I am Kyle Krabs, your solo host for this Monday episode. It is Monday. The weekend has coming on, and with it, an opportunity for Joe Marino and I to pal around the state of Delaware and get into some no good trouble. We had a great time, but with that came the fact that Joe had a very early flight this morning back to Charlotte, North Carolina, which means I decided I would give him the uh, the day to kind of recover and relax. Waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning isn't always the best way to start your week, which is exactly what Joe did. But no worries, because what we're going to do is we are going to talk about the state of the North today. We're going to talk about the AFC and the NFC North. Uh, We're going to go team by team, just spend a couple minutes highlighting uh, some of the changes that have taken place on some of these rosters over the course of the last several months. The NFL offseason nearing its final turn, and obviously there's still some changes that need to be finished on these rosters, whether that's cutting 90-man rosters down to 53-man rosters or veteran cuts that are going to result to pickups for the team, so on and so forth. So, yeah, these are not finalized rosters, but we have a very good idea at this juncture what a lot of these teams are going to look like, who's in familiar places, who's not in familiar places. I want to start with the AFC North. I want to talk about the 13-3 and Pittsburgh Steelers from 2017. Pittsburgh, interesting draft class, uh, drafting Terrell Edmonds in the first round. Kind of cut from the same cloth as Morgan Burnett and Sean Davis, but uh, a decision that, you know, we're going to see. Pittsburgh's coaches are going to make their money uh, with their ability to develop him into a viable starting player. 
really like some of the offensive prospects that this team brought in throughout the course of the offseason. Most notably, James Washington as the uh, replacement heir apparent to Martavis Bryant, who has been traded to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, I think James Washington is an, is an upgrade over Bryant because, A, he's not a head case. It's always good. Uh, B, he's very reliable in the same capacities in which Martavis Bryant was. And see, this is the perfect style offense for James Washington. So, pairing third-round quarterback Mason Rudolph with James Washington is a decision and a move that it seems like everybody loves except for Ben Roethlisberger. Suck it up, Ben. Get over yourself. You know, you have been playing since 04. It's time to put your ego aside. And uh, I just roll my eyes at some of the comments that Ben Roethlisberger offered on that decision for the Steelers to draft Mason Rudolph. But it won't be Pittsburgh's problem for too much longer because Ben's nearing the end of the line as well. Pretty offensive heavy as far as the infusion of talent in the draft. Uh, They did draft three defenders, safeties, Terrell Edmonds and Marcus Allen. Neither of those guys really fit the center field role in which they needed, but kind of have that Pittsburgh toughness and explosiveness about them as hitters. And then defensive lineman Josh Frazier's seventh-round pick. Other than that, it was all offense for picks, talking Mason Rudolph, Chakuma Core for James Washington. So I think Pittsburgh uh, didn't hurt themselves. I didn't think they necessarily upgraded themselves in any neat areas other than maybe that that wide receiver three position with uh, Martavis Bryant, James Washington getting flipped out because the offensive line is exactly the same. Le'Veon Bell still back. Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster still here. Uh, the depth chart really, they signed John Bostic to kind of step in and, and be there as a potential replacement player for Ryan Shazier. A lot of experience back on this team. I think that's a good thing, but I also think that could be a bad thing. I, li- I like what they did this offseason as far as staying true to their their philosophies, though. Uh, 2017 Baltimore Ravens went 9-7. and seven. I don't think this team goes 9-7. and seven. I think this team has the potential to do very well for themselves. I like a lot of the young talent that this team brought in. Uh, in the 2017 draft, and they set themselves up for the opportunity to draft very heavily on the offensive side of the football uh, in 2018 and set this team up for the future. That's what this draft was all about for the Ravens. Setting yourself up for the next decade. And I think you look at the decision to trade up for Lamar Jackson, the selections of Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews, and uh, those mesh very clearly with where where Lamar is, is best as a passer, and I think that is something prominent to make a note of. This, this roster was very barren in tight end talent. Nick Boyle and Max Williams is the top two tight ends on the roster. and I think both of those guys are going to get pushed, if not passed, right away by both of these rookies. And um, they're going to be very heavily implemented in the passing game and I, I like that decision. I still think this team needs some long-term answers at wide receiver, but you can't check every box in a draft class, and Ozzie Newsom did a wonderful job on his way out the door, really setting the table for this team for the future. 
You know, they, as I said, they were extremely heavy on the defensive side of the ball in 2017, drafting guys like uh, Chris Wormley in the third round, Tim Williams in the third round, uh, Marlon Humphrey in the first round, Chuck Clark in the sixth round. I'm forgetting somebody here. Yep, Tyus Bowser in the second round. So uh, they they really addressed the back seven last year, and it's given them the opportunity this year to uh, kind of set up the air pair for Joe Flacco, and I really like that decision. Bengals, 9-7 in 2017. Not sure you're winning seven games, Cincinnati Bengals, looking at this roster. I like some of the decisions that they made. I'll start with the good. Trading for Cordy Glenn and adding Billy Price is going to give Joe Mixon a great opportunity to be a breakout player. Very quietly, Joe Mixon was just short of 1,000 yards from scrimmage last year as a rookie. Uh, Obviously, when Kareem Hunt leads the NFL in rushing as a rookie, uh, nobody's really going to notice a guy that only has like 918 yards from scrimmage, and that's exactly what Mixon did, but... That was behind a very paltry offensive line. He averaged only three and a half yards per carry. So uh, I think Mixon is a huge breakout candidate this year. And uh, an offensive line that features a healthy Jake Fisher, uh, Cordy Glenn at left tackle, Billy Price at center. I think there's an opportunity here for, for that to be the big extra staple for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Obviously, John Ross also looking to bounce back from getting shut out in 2017, being a healthy scratch in some cases, and uh, you know he he hid the shoulder injuries. So, who really knew what his health status was throughout the course of the entire year? But I mean, you just take that entire season, and just throw it in dumpster fire. Uh, John Ross needs to prove his uh, his value to this team. This, this was a player that was drafted in the top ten overall. Uh, complimentary speed receiver. Let's get it done. Uh, I think the offensive line can help some of these deeper development routes take place. I'm a little more skeptical on John Ross's uh, abilities and, and ability to live up to that lofty expectation, but uh would not be the first time I'm wrong. I'm eager to see what his season looks like this year. I like the Malik Jefferson ad because it gives this team some speed on the second level that it really doesn't have with guys like Preston Brown and Vontez Perfect as the starting linebackers in this group. And Jefferson's a much more dynamic athlete. And, and Sam Hubbard, I think, is a very Cincinnati Bengal-type defensive end. I like that fit as well. Um, I, I just don't know where this team progresses. I would not be surprised if Cleveland passes this team in the AFC North this year. Uh, Cincinnati, you know, they kind of are what they are. They, they need to stay healthy to be at their absolute best, and even then I'm not sure that they're going to be uh, competing for a playoff position down the stretch here in the AFC in 2018. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits. So you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. 
Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Okay, yeah, the Cleveland Browns are next. The 0-16 Cleveland Browns at that. I, I will have a hot take and say that I think Cleveland wins more than zero games this year, uh, despite all of Hugh Jackson's best efforts to sabotage yet another season. I like this roster. I like a whole lot of p- pieces on this roster. As you sit here and look at it, it's a really attractive group of young kids. Skill players offensively. Josh Gordon... Yeah, he's good. Corey Coleman, I'm skeptical. Uh, Jarvis Landry, very good in a slot role. Uh, David Njoku as the starting tight end for this group. Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb with Duke Johnson as the receiving back, third down back. That's really good. And it sounds like they're going to give Austin Corbett a chance to compete at left tackle to replace Joe Thomas. Slotting him next to Joel Batonio, J.C. Treader, Kevin Zietler, and Chris Hubbard. Yeah. Yeah, that there's there's four really good starters there, and Austin Corbett is a very good interior prospect who uh, has some ability to prove me wrong about his ability to play outside. Don't get me wrong, Corbett was a player with my top 30 prospects in 2018 draft. But I thought he was a guard. Can he play tackle? We'll find out seems like the team's going to let him fail outside first and then kick him inside, which I'm all about. Go for it. He had good tape at left tackle. Just some concerns about the length and, and footwork. You look at defensively at this team. You got Agba and Miles Garrett. I'm fine with that. That one-two punch. Chad Thomas was a third-round pick, uh, number 65 overall. Very stout guy. Uh, kind of fits that same Agba mold as a guy that's, that's going to be stout setting the line of scrimmage. I don't think he's a premier rush player. Uh, Trayvon Coley and Larry Ogunjobi is the starters inside at this juncture. Uh, Trenton Thompson was signed. Uh, Caleb Brantley is another name to watch. Linebackers are productive. Jamie Collins, Joe Schobert, and Christian Kirksey. Uh, watch Jaron Avery. I think I know. Listen, I know Joe Schobert was tied for the NFL leading tackles last year with 144. I think Jannard Avery can push Joe Schobert as far as being a better football player than he can, and they drafted him in the fifth round. Denzel Ward, first round pick, number four overall. Demarius Randall starting at safety now, so you've only really got a question at one boundary corner. You're going to have Denzel at one spot. Jabril Peppers can play in the box. Yeah. There's no reason this team can't can't win seven, eight games. It's going to come down to coaching. Can it happen? I'd like to think so. Do I trust Hugh Jackson to feed my cat? No, I don't. But uh, I didn't even talk about Baker Mayfield, folks. QB1. 
There's a lot of reason to be excited in Cleveland. I love this offseason for them, the direction that they've changed. Let's see it come all together for them, though. We're switch gears to look over at the NFC. And work through these teams real quick. NFC North. It's the State of the North podcast here on the Draft Dudes. And Minnesota wrecked this division last year, 13-3. and three, uh, Only yielded 252 points on the season. Went 5-1 and one against the division. 10-2 and two against the conference. Uh, had a, a tough loss against the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs. After a miraculous win against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, one step short of the Super Bowl. I don't know where you're going to get any fresh starters. I think the big thing for Minnesota is Dalvin Cook coming back from the ACL injury and Kirk Cousins as the new quarterback uh, of this 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 franchise. Uh, the offensive line looks like it's going to hold up all right. I really didn't like the Brian O'Neill pick in the second round, but this is not the first time Minnesota's kind of got honeypotted on an athletic offensive tackle prospect. Uh, we'll see if this is the one that they can really coach up and, and draw the best out of. I think Mike Hughes long-term has a starting role in this Minnesota secondary, very much a Mike Zimmer-style player. Uh, like some of their middle-round picks a lot. I really like the Tyler Conklin pick at tight end and the Jalen Holmes pick at defensive line. I think those guys fit this roster really, really well. Uh, obviously, there's the Sheldon Richens signing in free agency on the one-year deal to kind of cover up the three-technique spot on the roster. This team made more splashes in free agency, obviously, with Richardson and Kirk Cousins than in the draft, but this was a very complete roster that uh, brought in some competition in some key spots, and I think they're on their way to another very, very successful season in 2018. Uh, The second-place team in the NFC North last year was the Detroit Lions and the Detroit Lions, who went 9-7, and seven, uh, seemed very dead set on not being terrible at running the football. I think that's a great plan of attack. Uh, they're going to have Frank Ragnow starting probably at center. They can bump Graham Glasgow back to left guard. Tyrell Crosby, if they want to find a spot for him. You're going to have Decker, maybe Crosby, or Graham Glasgow. Frank Ragnow, TJ Lang, Ricky Wagner. And then carry on Johnson, a physical back, something that they have not had. They obviously went out and signed LeGarrette Blunt in free agency as well. I think the 100-yard rushing drought ends in Detroit this year. Uh, I like the receiving targets that they have here. They're all very multiple and versatile, and Marvin Jones and, and Golden Tate. and Kenny Galladay showed some flashes last year as a third-round pick. So this team should have success offensively, and they should be a little more multiple offensively than what they were in the past. Uh, Didn't really add a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball. Deshaun Hand, a player that they traded up for in the fourth round. Uh, Tracy Walker, the safety in the third round. I don't think that either of those players are going to push for starting roles immediately on this team. Um, But this team also signed Devin Kennard. They have Christian Jones in from Chicago. Uh, Tease Tabor, they're, they're looking for him to, to step up and, and be the physical guy opposite of Darius Slay, and I think that schematically that's a good fit. 
So this team should be competitive. It's going to come down to continuing to make the big clutch plays, explosive plays offensively, getting a little bit more balance offensively. I think this team will do that. I don't know where they're going to stand in what should be an extremely competitive division because the other two teams we talked about, the Packers and the Bears, uh, one has a guy named Darren Rodgers coming back, and the other one has been very aggressive addressing some of their needs. So this will be a fascinating division to kind of watch unfold and uh, see how it plays out in 2018. Obviously, we're talking about Green Bay as one. Green Bay went 7-9, sorely missing Aaron Rodgers for the stretch that he was out last year. And... Uh, I don't think you're going to see a lot of fresh faces for Green Bay in the starting lineup offensively. Uh, seems like a lot of their their depth, they brought in a lot of depth at wide receiver for some competition behind Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb, uh, D'Angelo Yancey. Uh, they, they brought in Jimmy Graham in free agency, which is obviously extremely exciting. And then that trio of Adams, Cobb, and Graham has the potential to do a lot of damage. Uh, they seem like they wanted to rest on their laurels with Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and Ty Montgomery at running back, but I think each of those guys gives you a little something different so you can rotate as you need to there. Obviously, the huge key here is the, the secondary for this team, going out and drafting Josh Jackson and Jair Alexander with their first two picks and uh, also wanting to add some athleticism at linebacker with the pick of Warren Burks in the third round, so... I like the mentality that the Packers had. They also finessed a first-round pick in 2019 in the process. Uh, they did a nice job. They, they addressed their needs aggressively and confidently with good players in Josh Jackson, Jair Alexander. Uh, so that is the key, along with the health of Aaron Rodgers, to getting this team back to 10-plus wins. Uh, I think they should be in good shape entering this upcoming season. And last but not least, the Bears. Those Chicago Bears brought in Allen Robinson, drafted Anthony Miller, brought in Taylor Gabriel, uh, brought in Trey Burton, drafted Adam Shaheen in the second round last year, has Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen, all to work around Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, we got some cooking here. Team also drafted James Daniels on the offensive line, second round. Uh, they're going to have some flexibility to kind of shuffle around these interior guys however they'd like. Kyle Long's had some durability questions, so if nothing else, James Daniels is great insurance. And then they drafted Roquan Smith in the first round inside the top ten as a big impact player. Uh, they didn't get too much in the way of pass rushers. They got Leonard Floyd and Aaron Lynch right now as their starting rushers. Sam Acho can help if Sam Acho is healthy. But that's the that is kind of the Achilles heel when I look at the Chicago roster right now is the the edge rushers. Floyd's had some durability questions as well. So guys like Akeem Hicks and Jonathan Bullard, they're going to be big as guys that are B-gap rushers and, and their ability to collapse the pocket. If they can get consistent push up front, this can be a very, very successful football team. I think more than the win-loss progression, Chicago, year one with a new coach in Matt Nagy, uh, Mark Helfrich, the offensive coordinator, just look for growth for Mitch Trubisky. You know, the wins and losses are going to come. You're in an extremely tough division. You've got a lot of fresh faces. Uh, Chicago fans, you know, don't get upset if the team wins seven games this year. They went 5-11 and last year. Look for growth. Look for your franchise quarterback uh, to develop chemistry with the new pieces around him. I think they do that, and they'll be just fine in the long run. 
Hope you guys enjoyed the State of the North. So what we're going to do is Joe is going to break down the State of the South on uh, the Wednesday show. And then on Friday, Joe and I will get back together again to talk about other topics. Next week, Joe and I will do the State of the East and West. So that over the course of the next two weeks, we're going to cover every single team in the NFL, make sure that we break them all down, kind of the landscape of each team and, and their decisions in the draft and uh, their prospects for 2018, just kind of... Giving some light expectation again, understanding that the rosters are not set and finalized, uh, but looking and utilizing some free agent ads and, and changes to the depth chart is kind of fuel for the fire. Get some of you fans probably a little fired up, good and bad, depending on our opinions of the teams. Uh, so each one of your teams will be hit on over the course of the next two weeks. Do not fret. Hit that subscribe button and follow along with us here on the Draft Dudes. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. If you were fans of the AFC or NFC North, I'm Kyle Krabs signing off. I will be back on the Friday show. Joe has you on Wednesday to talk about the state of the South and the NFL. And uh, let's catch up again soon. Thanks for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.